Pero antes, un mensaje de nuestros auspiciadores. Hello, welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Endorphin Machine from The Gold Experience, recorded on the 2nd of January 1993 at Paisley Park. And then sometime in 1995, there were some overdubs. It was released on the 26th of September, 1995. Um, on the track, you've got Prince, Michael B, Sonny T, Tommy Barbarella, Mr. Hayes. So count that. One, two, three, three keyboard players on this track. Uh, the track itself is four minutes and seven. Uh, and joining me to talk about it today is Michael Gormley. Hello, Michael. Hello. Now for a genre, uh, I'm not quite sure what to go for. I mean, uh, I, it, I mean, this feels very much kind of like a rock uh, song like there's a lot of kind of um, guitars you know the drums are fairly heavy on it um, you know it's unlike you know the previous track which had a lot of kind of Prince rapping this is this is Prince actually singing um, so you know it just to me it feels like it's a very simple rock song yeah funk rock I'd say uh, you know I pointed out that there's three keyboard players on this but there's uh, there's there's quite a bit of keyboard on it but I feel like the guitar is mostly the basis of the song just this big flashy riff it has you know? yeah and, and I mean there is a point where you know Prince says Tommy Barbarella turn it on so we do get like a kind of a bit of a keyboard solo but then there's also a bit where he just he just kind of goes into a guitar solo after like the second or third chorus I think it is mm. um you know and, and there's a lot of Prince screaming the words endorphin machine <laughs> uh, throughout the song this is another song much like you know pussy control which doesn't really have like that big of a chorus like the chorus only consists of go baby endorphin machine go baby go baby like that's literally the entire chorus it's mostly like verses um you know and we get we get a little bit of mpg operator before we jump into this track um, and then, you know, we get Prince saying, come on. Um, and then we start with possibly, I mean, possibly one of my favorite kind of opening lines from a Prince song where he says, would you please look at this mother next to me? Front more boot in the Peru got keys. Damn. If I don't get that, wait right there and I'll be right back. Got a new trick in the back of my car. It's kind of like a movie, but you're the star. Lights, camera, make a sane endorphin machine. Um, <laughs> and I just, oh, yeah. I, I don't know what that fronting mob booting than Peru got keys. I'm not sure. I mean, is Peru renowned for making keys? I don't understand what that, that is all about. Drug reference, maybe? I mean, we're coming from Prince, but that's another. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's referring to, you know, nautical keys, but, but I don't know that Peru is particularly, um, like a nautical nation. I don't know. It's, right. it's a confusing little thing, but I do kind of, I mean, I just love the, would you please look at this mother next to me? Like, mm. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a great kind of like, um, I, I mean, I don't even know who he's talking about or who he's asking to look at whom. It's just like a great line to kind of, just kind of start this, uh, this song off, you know, and for the second verse we get, <laughs> I mean, on Pussy Control, we had a tisket a tasket, <laughs> but for this, we have tippy tippy tin, my friend. <laughs> Uh, shall or shall we begin? I, d I, I don't know what the, the 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 options are there. You know, tippy tippy tin or 
Shall we begin? Well, there is kind of the sense that Prince's and the NPG here are just kind of making these songs up as they're recording. I mean, obviously they aren't, but <laughs> there is that kind of sense to it, and I mean, that's what I like about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, of course, that it's, they're uh, just kind of improvising right... this whole album. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is a little feeling of that. Um, and he says, step right, step right up and I'll strap you in. Don't be shy. This won't hurt a bit. Unless, of course, you don't believe in it. Sure, as the dippy dippy wave might do, you'll believe in something before the nice is through. Press one for the money. Press two for the dream. And get ready for something that you've never seen. The endorphin machine. Uh, and I, I like there's a little guitar. Like, I mean, I left the gap there deliberately because there's little guitar stabs between the press four for the money, press two for the dream. Uh, and again, Prince is mm. pronouncing dream as dream. Uh, to make it rhyme with scene, <laughs> so, uh, so he's kind of really—I I don't know what his like sing, like his accent is here, but he's he's kind of pronouncing some words a little odd. He did the same thing in Pussy Control, uh, where he said the mayor of your brain. Um, so so I don't know. There's this weird kind of accent the Prince seems to have adopted for this, uh, uh, you know, this this particular uh, album. Um, and then we kind of get to like the middle eight, uh, where you know everything kind of drops out, and it's just kind of Prince. Um, and, a, and a bit of kind of the drums and a, a, a few little kind of stabs from the guitars where he says, hold up, wait a minute, ain't no good unless somebody else is in it. You there with a cynical disposition, cynical disposition, perhaps you'd like to join us in a mission of fishing for logic in a think tank. Unless, of course, you're feeling like a punk and take it to the bank and every now and then comes a time you must defend your right to die and live again and live again and live again. Get up, get up, get in the endorphin machine. Oh, my God. That's very hard to say. Um you know, Prince obviously sings it better than I said it. Uh, but yeah, and then, you know, we get the kind of, uh, you know, all right, uh, you know, it's all right, baby. Uh, don't be shy. Uh, this ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> all between, you know, with, <laughs> with the kind of the kind of chorus line. Um, and then at the end, we kind of get the come on, come on. And then we get the go, baby, go, baby, go, baby. You know, and then at the very end, we get the don't make me. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a big <laughs> drum fill at the end of the song. Um, and then, you know, once more, we get a little bit of Spanish with uh, Princess de Morte, Princess de Morte, uh, que viva para siempre el poder de la nueva generación. Long live the new power generation. But yeah, so, and I mean, you know, it's not a, it's not a super long song. You know, we, we open up, I mean, this album has quite a few really long songs on it. So it's almost nice to get kind of with like... With lots a, of movements and, you know, well, this, turnabouts. This is, this is why I thought 4 minutes 7 sounded a little short for this, because... <clears throat> You know, you've got um, you know, you've got six minutes of pussy control, and then you've got seven minutes of shh, uh, you know, and obviously towards the end you have seven minutes of gold, and you know, Billy Jack, bitch, I hate you. Both of those are getting closer to six minutes. That's why four minutes didn't sound right to me for this song, because it's it's in terms of the production, you know, you have a lot of kind of um, particularly like the drum fills. You've got a lot of kind of guitar stuff going on. You know, obviously with the different keyboard players, you know, there's a there's a bit of keyboard in this, but not as much as you would think with the amount of keyboard players that are on here. And, you know, it's a very kind of like loud, you know, song. And, um, you know, a few a few kind of fans who saw it live when it was, you know, part of the tour, um, you know, they preferred kind of like the live version, which was, you know, less kind of produced. And, you know, Prince had gone back in 1995, like I said, to do some overdubs and stuff. Um, and he'd really kind of built it up and put a lot of layers on there. And, you know, it's a very big kind of like bombastic sound that, that comes from the song. Uh, but apparently when it was performed live, it was a lot kind of simpler. And there was, you know, maybe the same level of Prince screaming the words endorphin machine. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't quite, you know, the, the drum fills weren't quite as big and it wasn't 
uh, quite a, 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 you know as much of a loud production as it was um, you know here. Um, so you know, it, it, I mean, I never saw it live, so I can't really comment on that. But I just know that you know certain people you know kind of preferred the live version that Prince did. Uh, you know, and I mean, I in terms of like, I mean, like the endorphin machine itself is seen on the inside of the uh, the cover for the Gold Experience. When Prince says it ain't no good if ain't nobody is in it, I mean, he was literally in the endorphin <laughs> machine for most of the performances on the on the kind of the ultimate live experience. Uh, later the gold experience tour um so you know i I think maybe when he said those lines he was traveling up and down on his uh his endorphin machine lift um but yeah i mean i i think i think the thing is you know this is uh, like uh, not that pussy control is a quiet opening to the album um but pussy control seems to have slightly less production on it than than this and you know the same which you know which has a certain level of production that's a little bit quieter than this song this is like a really loud kind of like second song to kind of wake you up. Um, and at the same time, I'm not quite hundred percent sure what it's telling me, you know, <laughs> um, you know, he, goes to, he keeps talking about, you know, go front- baby, go baby. Yeah. Go baby, go baby. He's fronting, you know, fronting more booting than Peru got keys and, you know, the dippy dippy wave of his do and, you know, press four for the money. All the, I mean, it, it's, it kind of, you know, I mean the whole thing of, uh, you know, the cynical disp- disposition and perhaps you'd like to join us in a mission. It kind of almost feels like Prince is trying to, you know, say that the new power generation are are doing something. Obviously, and you know, we end with "Long Live New Power Generation" in Spanish, um, but I'm I'm never quite clear in this song exactly what it is. Um, you know, there's there's little there's little hints of you know people being strapped in and Prince saying, um, <laughs> "I ain't gonna hurt you." Um, you know, stuff like that. But like the idea, you know, of what the you know the whole what the song is trying to get at is never really clear. Um, you know, I, although I do like kind of, you know, tippy tippy tin, my friend, you know, stuff like that. But it feels like Prince is just kind of like, I've got some syllables and I just need to fill them. Yeah, it's just the song is his own endorphin machine or you know, his musical Skinner box, as it were. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I feel like um, I mean, I, I mean, he does say lights, camera, make a scene. You know, it's kind of like a movie, but you're the star. I, I, again, mm. like it doesn't it doesn't feel like he's really, you know, like the idea that he's trying to express and you know i've said this of a few print songs over you know the 180 something episodes 200 episodes that i've almost done of this mm-hmm. where sometimes prince has sure. a clear idea of what he wants to say in a song and those are usually his best songs when he goes kind of vague or tries to do something a little bit more kind of experimental or psychedelic or you know like something that's kind of out of the box a little bit sometimes they work you know sometimes the ideas land and sometimes you know you end up with something like this where you like there's a lot of noise going on, um, a lot of sound and fury. One might one might say, signifying nothing. And by the end of the song, you're like, I'm not, I'm not clear what the song was about. Um, I'm guessing in you know as part of the live show, maybe it made a bit more sense. Um, but you know, even then, you know, there are a couple of videos of you know Endorphin Machine. Uh, you know, there was like a live performance that he did on French television. Um, and there was a video which formed part of the the like the Prince interactive CD-ROM, which was you know released around this time, which you know featured, uh, you know I, I I wouldn't call it a game, but you had the option to kind of like, kind of uh, explore Paisley Park like in a virtual a virtual Paisley Park. I'm sure if you search on the internet, you can find someone who's kind of um, turned it into a website and made it so you can kind of play through interactive. And when you get to certain points, you get to like watch a video, but they're always just like kind of, they're not really fully produced videos so much as they're just Prince doing a performance with Maite 
dancing around <laughs> while the rest <laughs> of the MPG kind of like play. And, you know, they're all wearing those black Which, t-shirts. to be fair, is probably what Paisley Park is like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it does kind of give the impression that this is what this is what every day in Paisley Park was like. Yeah, and everyone's kind of... Well, everyone in the band is wearing, like, the black t-shirts with the kind of... The gold kind of MPG cutout logo. Um, you know, and obviously this is the point at which Prince started using the gold cymbal guitar as well. So, you know, that kind of appears in there a lot. There was a Japanese promo CD released. But given that Prince was basically trying to... to limit exposure of these tracks he you know he he'd said to the fans that if they wanted to see the gold experience it was never going to be released so they should come and see it live <laughs> um so you know there was a promo, there was a promo single put out in you know summer 95 just as the release of the album was kind of confirmed uh, like i said in japan but it was it was literally just the song endorphin machine and that's it and it kind of it cut off the last few seconds with the kind of the spanish um you know uh, so not re- not uh, basically if you wanted to hear a shorter version of the song by about 10 seconds then you know you could you could hunt down that uh, that japanese uh, you know single uh, but yeah so you know I, for me personally i would say um you know I, I mean i i really love pussy control um and i love shh and i love the fact that both of those those songs are like really big kind of epic songs this sounds like prince putting a lot of production onto a song you know, that in the end, it doesn't really help. Um, you know, it just seems like he's kind of gone back into the studio and just put more and more guitar on, more and more drums. And in the end, it doesn't really do anything to the song. So for me, I can't go higher than I would say a three out of five for this. You know, I do enjoy listening to the song, but on this album, it's not really one of the tracks that I would listen to, uh, you know, given a, a choice. I, I 4.5 or 4 out of 5 this one. I, I like it. A lot. One of my problems with a '90s Prince can be that sometimes I think he like goes too many places and like overstuffs and overcooks his stuff to the point where this one to me feels like more stripped down and like just naturalistic. And again, like they just sort of like came up with it on the spot. Yeah. You know, in a way that doesn't feel like over. I mean, you know, a lot of there's a lot of layers in here, obviously, but I like that aspect of it too. Like this big you know, thundering sound it has. This is a track that Prince, you know, he performed with this elaborate stage setup uh, through 93, 94, 95. And then, you know, once he was done with that tour, you know, he didn't he didn't really perform, you know, Endorphin Machine that much again, but he did kind of perform it in 2011 and, and 2013 and, you know, a little bit more in 2014. So I'm guessing, you know, the, the kind of the implications of what the stage show seemed to be, um you know maybe without that stage show this song you know maybe meant something different and and prince was comfortable performing it you know after he became more overtly religious there is actually a prince cover band called endorphin machine um who you know a prince (laughs) tribute act who kind of tour now unfortunately because of that it made it very difficult for me to find any kind of covers of endorphin machine because every time i search for endorphin machine I simply get lots of covers. Endorphin that, Machine by Endorphin Machine. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I mean, I, I didn't see them do that song, but um, you know, maybe they just haven't uploaded a video of it to to uh, to the internet. But yeah, I mean, we're at the period where people don't really cover Prince from this this period. You know, there is there isn't really. You know, there's. It's not like we're gonna we're gonna find like a I don't know like a Cheryl Crow covering Endorphin Machine or something. You know, it's it's just not it's just not something that kind of happened at this point. People had kind of stopped covering Prince by the time we got into the nineties. I feel like we said as much as we possibly can about the Endorphin Machine. 
so let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Michael? I'm at Mike Gormley on Twitter. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track yeah. or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks for for being my guest here, Michael. Thanks for having me, Darren. And otherwise, goodbye. You are now an official member of the New Power Generation. Welcome to the Dawn. <laughs>